I still have hot wax. Speaking of naked stuff, I still have hot wax in my Novation Launchpad Mini from when my cat jumped up on my desk with a candle on the desk and burned off his whiskers. Yeah, I guess. How does Kenny see your screen if you're, sh- or does he sharing? If you're- oh, he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, I can, sh- I can share my screen through here, but I, j- I just don't. That's uh, where the Mimo thing is. I guess slightly. If you're doing any of that stuff, where you're both commenting on what's on the screen. Yes, it's good. Uh, he so yesterday he or today? Oh my god, <laughs> it was today. Uh, today he was looking at it through Twitch and watching on Twitch. Um, oh yeah. So if you saw, if you were watching live, we had some bandwidth issues. Um, Kenny, where he looked, yeah, he looked real, real bad for a little while. Yeah. I've got, I just, I guess it looks like hot garbage. It did look like hot garbage, Kyle. The past Kyle. Uh, we, we, uh, I have a new setup here for my camera. I'm running a GoPro Hero Four. Of course, with. You are. A, with a micro uh, HDMI plugged into an HDMI capture card. And it looks much... See, this is... The one you're seeing me on right now oh, is, is a completely different camera. Let me see if... I'll take one from my perspective on yeah. what I see. Um, right. I see. I'm watching the Twitch channel just for a second here. It definitely looks good. Bloink. All right. Um, <laughs> There's the new camera sound for the I- I? iOS 11. <laughs> Boink. <laughs> That's actually Android O. Uh, Dang, it looks good. Let me. Um, <laughs> are you? What do you want? Are you on Google Allo? Well, no, that's only in oh, the come states. Come on, come on. Allo. It's really only in the states, really. I'm pretty sure, yeah, because we would say bonjour up here, and uh, so they, it's it's not allowed. It's Canadian content Hello. rules. Hello, governor. <laughs> exactly. Um, Is that, right, I, that's I uh, English? Is that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I won't yeah. send it to say Australian. But. It's Australian. It's mostly Australian. Yeah. Hello, I mean, Governor. Let me send this. Fancy a washing you. of your bits and pieces. Uh, send it to Chris. I have no idea where this is going to come from. Upload started. I uh, I'm, I'm already get recording a already. Photo, are you? So. Am I? Yeah, I, I'm. I am as well. This is the show. <sighs> Kenny's not happy. I'm talking about Allo. Uh, today, actually, since we're a news program, Allo just launched their web application. Uh, or their web version of Google Allo, but for Android users only. Of course, so you they have, <laughs> but it's my, a web you, version, so you have to like scan a QR code from your Google Allo account on your Android device, and then the website will authenticate you. It's I don't know what they're doing over at Google, but some. Some product manager is just going to town on these chat apps and yeah. it's bad. It's bad. It's really bad. It's like they get commission for each chat app they fire up and then y- make it yes. deliberately make it really confusing like to, to f- join as well. It's, it's basically just uh, there's a checkbox on all of the is your product shippable uh, checklist that just says, does it have social? If it doesn't, it doesn't ship. It just sits there. And you have to wait until it has has social integration somehow. I love what uh, I'm sure normal people uh, when they think of when they hear people like you and I say social, and they're like, "What? What? Are you, what are you talking about? What is? It has social. Why does? Yes, it has. It has social. It what is kind of social. Web nerd are you? Uh, you live in the the, gro- the, the really social. gross kind. <laughs> Let me turn this off. You know what? We talk about about naked stuff too much. So let's let's curb that. That is a different kind of social, Kyle. Um, past Kyle. Past Kyle. That is that is something completely different. I still have. I still have hot wax. Speaking of naked stuff, I still have hot wax in my Novation Launchpad Mini from when my cat jumped up on my desk with a candle on the desk. Wow. And burned off his whiskers. It's so flappy. The whiskers were very flappy, and also they it got burnt kind of on the edge, and so it was sort of it was like turned turned down for for whiskers for a little while. 
so here's here's some follow. Let's just get started. I have some follow up, um, and I I think I have what would be classified as um, pure evil in a can. Maybe you can see this stream here. Oh, uh, where? Just wait. I need to. I've got a. I've got the sound effect from episode nine. Just hang on. Okay. Ugh. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> This is uh, this is V8, and uh, per my afternoon ritual, I will now consume an entire eight ounce can of of V8. That's an afternoon ritual for you. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Tip- typically, typically because um, I need the vitamins. Oh, I didn't shake it. I always read shake well before opening, and I never shake it. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna try now. It's it's just it's basically celery juice and tomato juice and vegetables, uh, which I don't get elsewhere. So I need, I need some vitamins in my life. So you, you consume actual meat and things, but then you just do a shot of vegetables every afternoon. Yeah. To keep intravenously. Keep usually. things moving. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I like the spite. <laughs> I like the spicy kind more because it's, it's a little more like, uh, like stomach acid is kind of, just but bubbling yeah bubbling up you like the straight acid do you do the i do isn't there like a what's the beverage that you make with those uh clamato does that's a canadian thing isn't it i don't drink clamato clamato is clam juice and tomato juice put together you can usually make a bloody mary with them Mm, uh if you if you want to put vodka in there i'm a fan of micheladas uh which are basically just tomato juice a bunch of spices and beer Hmm. It's a really it's a really really good time if if you're if you're into mixed beer drinks uh a, a michelada is a, a good way to go it basically tastes like if you were vomiting it up uh but right. you're you're drinking it i was gonna say do you meet a lot of uh, toilets with a michelada i don't know i mean it's uh, the spicier the worse it is probably in in roderick terms uh, that we've discussed previously on this program three or four i think of the family tree yeah uh chat room kenny says he's thrown up right now good sweet lord Uh, i'm throwing up over here so bloody mary that's that's there's a slight delay in the chat room i guess we're we're doing episode 10 live in case folks are wondering why we're talking about a chat room at all good stuff.fm slash live we don't usually reference our own podcast and, and promote it in any way on the show. Well, it could be, it could just be the way that we're now trying to channel feedback about this program is a fake chat room that we reference every now and then Scripted. to try and like, yeah, just it's, it's a way for me to bring in past Kyle or like subconscious Kyle as a, a way of, of wrangling uh, maybe a stray thought or, or a different perspective to make sure that, uh, you know, everyone's represented here. So I beat cats twice. I don't. I don't. That's, that's awful, I'm, Kyle. I, I know. I'm still, that's, that <laughs> shook me to the core. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, speaking mm. of follow-up, chat room follow-up, research follow-up to Sula is in the chat room. She said, uh, back from episode nine, Minnesota is in the Midwestern United States. We were correct. There was some debate in the stuffy slack as to how Midwest it is, I think. Um, but uh, I don't think the, the the thing is it's not really contested that it's Midwest. I think my brain though is geography wise. When when you're in California, and we've been having kind of a, an issue, a, a off air issue with time zones, Chris and I, you and I, um, you, fans of the uh, at YouTube podcast know that I have many issues with time zones, so they'll know it's not you, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's. It doesn't, it's like how folks on the East Coast think that that's the only coast that exists. Yeah, or Toronto is the only Canada. Yeah, yeah exactly. People in California, I, I don't know, we're that big kind of banana shaped one. And then everybody else is just a, they're a state, they're square mostly. I know Rhode Island's tiny and then Colorado's a square, but everything else is just sort of amorphous to me. I don't, I don't care about geography. Hmm. That's my, that's my problem. Do you care about? I have the a people? lot of problems, but it's well. Ah, I do care about. I absolutely care about the people, <sighs> but but the shape of the shape, the the shape of the states, the shapes of the shapes, the shit, the United Shapes of America. I don't. I don't care. 
It's circles and squares all the way down as we discussed yeah. in the last episode or two episodes ago. Yeah. I, that might've been cut out actually. I don't, I see, I edited the last episode and there's things I know that I cut out that are, but are still like an important part of the episode in my mind, even though I cut them. That's sometimes the, the best material ends up on the cutting room floor, I guess is what I'm trying to tell you. So, um, until, until you pick it up, until you, uh, throw those files somewhere. We have an archive deal with a lot of residue. Audio yeah. residue. Yeah. So that's from a lot of, what's the, a lot of you, residue. in the notes here, you have spider follow up. I don't know. Oh, oh, yeah. Twitter? Uh, so you were tweeting, let's see, to, uh, I think it was Friday. It started Friday. It continued into the weekend. Uh, you took a photo of some spiders. There was Chris taking photographs and trying to crowdsource answers on what, a, what kind of spider it was. And, I was, I, I don't know, do you know spiders? I don't know, like obviously I don't know what spiders are, or I mean, I know what spiders are, sorry. I know. <laughs> eight, eight legs, let's, let's count them, eight, eight legs. Four on this hand and five yeah. in this hand. Um, yes. I don't know which spider is which. I know generally that there's some really poisonous ones and there's some less poisonous ones. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the, the black and white of my spider world. So I, I was just kind of shocked the first time I posted, it was like all these people started uh, replying with what kind of spider it was and then back and forth on whether it was one kind or another. So then it became kind of like, well, I can just crowdsource my spider issues, which I, it looked like I had a lot, but actually what happened was I was at home and then I was up at the lake and there were spiders in both locations and not all of them were in my house. So I think, got it. That's the the disconnect for the average not person who isn't stalking me completely enough to know that <laughs> all these spiders are not actually in my house. So I, I felt like we needed just as as the audience, the the viewer, the the ones actually caring for your safety. Right. We need to know the scale of these spiders because on their own, they looked like they could be the size of my palm. They right. looked huge. They looked absolutely gargantuan. And somewhat deliberately so. I, I, in hindsight, yeah, I should carry around a coin so that I can put it next to the spider. The or first a banana. one, banana. Yeah, <laughs> need a banana for scale. Right. Is that the, that's the unit of measurement that people use generally on Reddit? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's two. So it's generally consensus seemed to be a grass spider. Is what I think one was. That's the okay. most responses. Name Steve is the. Uh, possibly a brown recluse. Um, and uh, at Mar at Marla Bake said, "Don't get don't get bit since these guys are necrotic." Which I was I, I think I read that reply at like twelve thirty a.m. So I didn't Google it at that moment. And she said, then replied later saying, "Sit down and have a drink before you Google." Basically, it will mummify the flesh around the bite. So, um, I'm like like a necromancer. Like basically, right. it just turns you into a different class, and you you're able to use magic and and summon well there's for game of thrones fans uh, no no spoilers here if you're later seasons along but there's a guy jor jorm jorma jor something anyways he has like a scaly stone kind of thing going on and i'm assuming that's maybe what she means so i I was trying to avoid that it's still a lot like i didn't catch it actually It, it ran away really fast it was super fast under the couch so somewhere in our basement uh likely under the couch is a thing that will turn me into a mummy i guess or, or maybe my children first. That would be actually preferable because then I would see, I would see like a six-year-old, seven-year-old, my son, you know, laying there mummified from in the arm and then I would know, okay, don't go over there. Right. There's a spider that will turn you into a mummy. I'm going to pass over the great joke I made and move straight into um, maybe spider number two. Yeah. Let's see if uh, I can find, let's see if I can find spider number two. Wolf spider uh, is what one, my Dutch friend said. Yeah, I think I said, oh man, I, I had a different name and I can't remember it oh, now. Sula said wolf spider. Yeah, she Sula no, see, sent me a picture of Raid, like a whole spider and scorpion killer in Spanish. I don't know if that was a photo from her house. Maybe she, in, oh, there we go. In the US, you don't have to have English and Spanish on, on things, do you? Like in Canada here, we have, because we are a bilingual country, we have French and English on everything. So it doesn't matter what it is. It has to, other than books, actually, I guess, as I look at a book, but everything has mm-hmm. to have French. Any product you'd buy has to have French and English. Right. And they have to be the same size or something yeah, like yeah. that by law. Um, yeah. I, I used to deal in packaging, um, but here in the U.S., we don't really. We have, we'll do French and Spanish out of, uh, I don't know, a nicety. It's not 
like a, a law thing that that you have to do uh, on packaging. At least that I've seen uh, on most shampoos. It there is French. I don't know why. Just maybe I look at shampoo bottles far too much. I could look. I could look here at, the, at a couple of these these things I have. Uh, low sodium. Yeah. No. No. Nah. There's no other languages on here. Show me your house, Kyle. With I have my ch- I have language. my chaser too. I have my um my coconut water chaser for for this V8. Uh, so here's here's what I was thinking. Uh, it's not a what was it a wolf spider? I was thinking right. hobo spider. Uh, apparently, according to Google, they are aggressive and very fast. Their web is not sticky, which I did not know was possible for a spider. And they catch their prey by literally tripping them and then eating them. <laughs> tripping them and eating them. Hmm. That was the, so that was so, the first spider I posted, right? Or the second? He, he, that was the first. Okay. Yeah. That was the first. And now see, the second one, though, looks very similar, but like less meaty mm. or more. It looks more meaty, kind of, yeah, like thicker. Like, that's like that's what's as a testament to actually the iPhone, uh, this is the iphone 6 still only but like that was i think at 9 30 at night like dusk with a flash using the flash and uh-huh. you get a pretty good view of that spider it was actually really slow it didn't move at all even when i like sort of tapped the, the chair it was sitting on next to me as you do i was we were sitting at around a table spider to my left um jokers to the right and there's yeah it, it was just sitting there it didn't actually freak me out the way the first one did the what did we say? We figured it was brown. No, hobo. Well, ho- hobo, Hoboken. Um, yeah, I I generally don't get that squeamish about spiders, but that that first one really freaked me out because of how a how fast it was, and b it was like just sort of scrambled up un- from underneath the couch out mm-hmm. while my son and I were playing video games, and and just kind of like came out and said, "Hey, what's up? Can I play?" And we jumped, kind of thing. And so <laughs> we don't but- have another controller. Get out of here. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh yeah, it does have eight. It was just it's like almost circular with the legs, right? That first one. It's not like it's yeah, four and four. It's like kind of four well, because it, it it's trying to get traction and, and run faster. Ready to I go. It's, yeah. Yeah. Some sort of the way that the, those are splayed out is just a little it's just ooh, dang, it looks good. Yeah, it does not look good. It does not look good. Uh but I'm looking forward to show me your spider on goodstuff.fm uh coming this fall. Speaking of follow-up, uh, um, Logan in in our subreddit sent in a his home screen. Uh, I didn't put a link in, so I'm just going to go find it again. How do you spell? Reddit.com slash r slash goodstuff underscore fm. Three comments. Uh, my home screen. Any gesture, he says, opens the app drawer. So I don't so know like what that means. Swiping from the bottom, usually. So the app drawer is the one that when you're... Uh when you're here on this on this bottom one and you you swipe up from yeah. the bottom, it should open it up on like the pixel launcher works that way. Um, mine, you have to you have to tap it and then it then it shows up. So uh, uh, f- first of all, twenty thousand bonus points, high contrast points. There's those are redeemable at the good stuff online store for having high contrast playing. Or I guess it's pause right now. It looks like, but that's the last thing he was playing, which I guess makes sense if we he's sending a screenshot while he's listening uh in his whatever that's called the player bar i don't know what it's called in android um so high contrast is playing full marks for that um he's also got i'm guessing it's the music is the white rider a band and camel is the song or is camel the song and white rider is the band did i just say that twice i uh there's probably there's a band and there is a song in there somewhere if there's a play button yeah yeah i'll just agree okay and then he's got some games along the top, it looks like. I don't recognize the games uh, exactly, but uh, here, I'll put the link in the chat room so folks can know what we're talking about. Um, sorcery is one of them. Baseball maybe is another one. Camera icon, Android music or Google music, Android icon of some sort. But also, which I talked to him about, he's got uh, uh, Pocket Cast, fellow Pocket Cast user, so. Welcome to the show. Uh, Camel Camel is a rock band. Uh, their album Mirage came out in 1974, and that is, in fact, what he's listening to. 1974. Holy cow! Mm-hmm. They had they mm-hmm. had music back then. It's actually a camel. It's not a it's not a cow. You can milk both, I think. But Did I said cow. You said cow. Did I say you said holy cow? Oh gosh. <laughs> Audio residue. 
I don't know if there is some some sort of meaning for a camel, but uh, okay, it looks real good. Um, a nice background, yeah, too. So it, it's really it looks really good. I like the way that a home screen looks without words on it, um, telling me what the app is. I the, most of the words on mine are truncated right now. Anyway, yeah, good stuff. Annoying. Dot f ellipses <laughs> which is just yeah come on come on guys so that's that's one thing i like about about this home screen is that no names yeah keep it simple if you yeah. if, if it's an app you want on your home screen you don't need the words because you know what it is i don't know what that one is in the bottom right with like the circle with the triangles over like sort of um uh what's the bottom word? i'm doing uh, this I, this motion which i think is i believe clear. it's a i'm gonna go out on a limb like a habit tracker some sort of um what is it with you people in habit trackers holy like cow. a like a habit tracker uh yeah. android habit tracker actually logan is in exactly. the chat room so well there we go well he can he can it's sync for reddit exactly he says oh so there you go i don't know where um he is in the world he doesn't have to say um but it was 30 degrees celsius 86 fahrenheit when he posted that so that's your dailyish update weather update this is not a weather podcast actually i'm wearing the shirt there you go um hey not the nuts you haven't recorded one in a while but uh but that's okay yeah throw, throw, i'll get back this, on this is, don't worry let me let me just let me just toss a tiny bit of shade that way just whew, whew, dang it looks good it's a good looking shirt i i do agree with myself it's a good, it's a good looking shirt <sighs> Is a sequitur the same as a segue or is a segue? All segues are sequiturs, but not all sequiturs are segues. Which one drives you off a cliff? Both is the answer to that, <laughs> that question. Didn't that's, that's the joke, right? The, uh, the, the maker of the segue died on a segue. That's not true. It's gotta be true. There's maker no. of the segue. Segway maker die. Segway Tycoon. Whoa, he did. Here's an entire here's an entire list on Wikipedia of inventors killed by their own inventions. <laughs> you know what? That's I think we almost need to save that for a future episode. <laughs> That's a really good idea. Aviation, industrial. Yeah, let's not go too deep into this rabbit hole because that is Mar- maritime. Oh, Marie it's, Curie. That's it, unfortunate. It's been a long time since I've stumbled on a real gem of a wikipedia entry so this is a really good one let's tangle that one for a while killed killed by their own invention or not right so that's what we're gonna go with you work on the song and uh work all right deal deal (laughs) (laughs) folks need to tune into morning show and and if nothing else listen to the uh theme songs for the segments of some insert game or not um uh, because yeah it's uh it's been a recent addition it's one of those things that um I I guess as some backyard baseball, uh, we I'll look on creativecommons.org and search for free to use eight bit music and try mm. to find one that is between eight and fifteen seconds, and then kind of fuss with the uh, the the modulation of it so I can hear what the notes are, and uh, and then attempt to make up lyrics on the fly for whatever the like syncopated beats are of of that actual song it's really dumb and it takes me about an hour and a half but i do it <laughs> so there's a that's kyle's dedication to uh providing it, it inevitably it causes you and kenny to just crack up for a minute straight <laughs> it's, it's a good it's a really good time yeah i have no idea it's, if other people find it as funny but i know no probably the, not the fair or not one my we were listening to in the in the car and i could just see my three kids were in the back and i could see them in the mirror as we're driving down the highway and i could just see them all like cracking up and then my four-year-old like five minutes later was like fair or not we're still singing it a little while later so if nothing else like i've said morning show can uh transition can um what's the pivot into the sub teenage demographic i think with much success maybe just jingles yeah like like radio and product jingles we'll do one version in english and one version in french so that everyone in canada is happy yeah i can only imagine how that would sound in french 
you should there's got to be you know what uh that fiverr.com fiverr fiverr fiverr.com you should get a uh alternate language versions of some of those just for fun next time you're mm. doing one with kenny because for five yeah. bucks you can get someone to record it in portuguese over top of your audio your music oh, i th- gosh yeah you can do anything fiverr.com i think it's i i hate it because it's it's I, but man i pay i paid santa a hundred dollars to give kenny a message a couple of years ago now was it a hundred maybe it was less hundred dollars it was a i think it was a lot of money i think it was maybe ten it was ten dollars maybe it, either way way too much money to have well it was worth it, it. brought joy yeah it, it was it yes did it bring joy to my life yes should i have thrown it away immediately yes i it's a good time. I think we need to follow up with Santa this year. I hope Kenny's not watching because um, yeah. I may have something may have something coming. Exactly. Something about putting things in your mouth. Well, that's not really our vertical, but uh, I mean, I have been drinking a lot on this stream. It's not it's not the drinking we'll be doing later, but it is it is some. Some kind of drink. Yeah, we should mention to folks, you do a, a little podcast with uh, your, you do two podcasts with your brother. We talked about Morning Show, but also the the video game, playing old video games and, and slowly, progressively getting more uh, liquided, liquidated, I think is the right word. I w- yeah, I mean, we could probably do the same thing by eating Chipotle, but that's a, that's a whole other show. Just the urgency of needing to end the stream faster and faster. That's a that's a completely different kind of liquidation. Um, yeah, yeah, we play. So the show that uh, we have two episodes in now is called Buzzled. We crack open a beer at the beginning of the show. We play. We have played over the last two episodes uh, early '90s edutainment games. So things like uh, Doctor Brain, uh, a, a Sierra game. We played uh, Putt Putt something about a parade putt putt joins, joins the, the parade. parade yeah yeah uh there's there's a whole slew of putt putt games that we played in our childhood and i'm I'm sure we're gonna make our way through all those but so we uh it's been a lot of fun so far we're gonna play one tonight starting at around 8 p.m central standard or central standard no sorry <laughs> we had folks telling us we should just do utc yeah right yeah so I think internet time that's the yeah we could just speak all of ours in Unicode if you want. I live in a place called Saskatchewan where we don't change our clocks ever. We actually we're the one place that doesn't uh, doesn't look at daylight savings time. Just turn our nose up at that. Provinces on either side of us do change their time clocks. You know, with uh, daylight saving times, we just never change. So, in when you're living here before the internet, it was awesome because we didn't ever have to worry about changing our clocks. And we would call people and be like, "Oh, what the heck? It's six o'clock. It's seven o'clock here. That's so crazy." But now with the internet and i'm like (laughs) more serendipitous and less like ruining lives exactly and now it's like causing it's the bane of my existence because everyone else understands i don't have you know what it is uh it's i don't have practice dealing with time change whereas everybody else dealt with it all their whole lives so it's kind of like someone it's like as if i never learned how to ride a bike and now someone's handed me a bike and everybody's whizzing past me and i'm having to try and figure out how to ride this bike so it's the cross i bear but i'm trying my best okay you, you, you ought to know. Um, yeah, I. It's like it's like trying to ride a trying to ride a time bike. I guess the time right. bike. Chris rides. Chris rides the time bike. Or yeah, the then, analogy, the original analogy, wasn't weird enough. I think it's best if we double down and go deeper into that analogy hole. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I. Things you miss when they get edited out of the show. Hey? Yeah, this most definitely. The whole time thing is, it's not something I've really dealt with too much. A lot of the, a lot of my jobs, at least coming up on, uh, for the last five years or so, six years, were dealing with folks only on the West Coast and then dealing with folks uh, in China. So China only has one time zone. Which is strange. So if you're talking to people either on the way, way, way far coast or people inland. It doesn't matter. It, it didn't matter. Um, that was, we just had a set time to talk to folks over there. So it didn't, I didn't really That's think weird. about it yeah. too much. Yeah. It's really, you know, 
maybe you worry too much about about other folks. You should just think about yourself. You should just think when is it when is it convenient for me to talk to Kyle? Right. That, and when I do that, <laughs> inevitably it's with the uh, the at you two folks who when we're scheduling four people, let's say on a podcast, and everybody's in a different time zone, and I'm the only one who doesn't show up at the right time. <laughs> uh which ah you know it's nice to technology that's a technology problem yeah it's got to be a solved issue Uh, well it's probably because well and we've we saw kind of with uh twitch where they don't list your time zone properly or they don't they don't have enough granularity right ct they're both named the same and i think we changed from one to the other or actually we changed from ct to mst sort of i think it is i forget which like, one it is oh my gosh yeah, yeah yeah mountain time you're kind of in that that mountain time area i'm sure folks in utah have this same issue uh utah uh arizona that whole in between area multiple spouses to take care of worrying about that right isn't that how yeah, it works in utah yeah yeah i like to Ugh. deal in stereotypes but Woof, yeah for sure as the token canadian i'm sorry for my stereotypical view of united states this is not a burning issue it's a it's a thing where we rarely i guess i can't say rarely because we've only been now 10 episodes into this show so we rarely reference other podcasts and sort of jump off with other, even on good stuff i think rarely do we actually sort of reference other shows and jump off them we used to do it back in the day maybe yeah. a little bit more but when we were more on the tech punditry side of things i guess i don't know what that means um Anyways, the there's a show I listen to uh, occasionally called Hello Internet. It's a fairly well-known show in certain circles, and then obviously just like most things on the internet, other people have no idea it exists, and that's just fine. You don't need to know it exists. But they had a discussion on episode 84 of Hello Internet. It's two guys, an American guy and a who living in London, and an Australian guy also living in London, talking about whatever they happen to want to talk about that day. And um, basically, the the American guy, his name is Gray, CGP Gray or something. For some reason, he's anonymous. Um, for health reasons, he's eating only meat from when he, if he orders a burger. He's not, he's, what is that? He's not having carbs, right? Is that how it, I think? Okay. Yeah. Bun, like lo- some, bun, some sort of ketogenic, low carb, whatever the. the yeah. Something like that. So sure. I think this will work if we, if I play this clip, people can hear it. We'll just see. I got a little clip. So. I was out having lunch with a few people and I ordered a burger and, and everybody else is eating. And now I'm the weirdo who's taking the, the top off of the burger and I'm using a knife and fork to start eating the burger itself. You are a weirdo. I have no time for people who order a burger and don't eat the bun, but anyway. So it was an unusually messy kind of burger. Okay. Right. With eggs and sauce on it. It's not just like, ooh, I'm neatly lifting the burger out of the bun. So have the picture in your head. I have eaten all the meat. Yep. But there's a lot of like burger juice and egginess and sauce that's in the bun. And I took the top bun and I put it back on top. Sloppy, sloppy bun. Yeah. It's a a total sloppy bun. As I'm sitting there and I'm done with this. (laughs) Yep. The guy sitting across from me takes one look at what I've done. Yep. And then he says, no can I eat your buns? Right. So you get the picture of what happened there. It was, he said earlier, I edited the clip a little bit, but it was a breakfast burger for whatever reason. That's why the eggs came on involved. Um, but anyways, the idea, I put the question to you, Kyle. So that's, you're that scenario. Someone you've just eaten in a restaurant. It's not like at someone's house. You're not, it's not your brother. It's not Kenny sitting beside you that you've grown up with and you've shared cereal with or whatever, maybe over the years, just a friend that you're meeting a friend of a friend, yeah. Sitting across from you, you finished your meal and, but you haven't eaten all of it and they want to eat. And in this particular case, for some reason, it feels extra odd when it's like a bun from a burger. It's not fries, it's also the right? Way, like, it's, it's the way it's phrased, I, I believe. Um, sloppy, bu- sloppy buns. Yeah. Can I eat your sloppy buns? Uh, oh, please don't, please don't clip that out. I, so there's a lot to unpack. Marker. There's a lot to unpack with this. Um, my main problem with this is that Gr- CGP Gray is the one who's who's talking who doesn't have the accent, correct? Right. Yeah. I'm 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 mildly familiar with this show. Um, so he decided that based on his 
dietary restrictions, he's only going to eat part of this meal, correct? Right. Rather than just ordering like a, a because he said he, he does this other places, like he orders a burger and if he's by himself, maybe he would get just the meat, right? Say, I don't need the bun. I'm not going to eat the bun. I just want the meat and lettuce, presumably tomato, whatever okay. else happens to be there. All so right. And with his friends, he's the weirdo taking the burger off the bun, eating that part and not eating any of the bun. My issue with all of this is that it's a restaurant where I assume if there's eggs involved and sauces, it's it's some sort of bespoke uh, artisanal hamburger joint, right? You can order, you can go to the kitchen, you can go to the server and say, listen, I just want you to grill me up a burger. No accoutrement, no buns, Bonjour. no nothing, no croissants, no nothing. It just needs to, like, meat only. I, I appreciate where you're going. I think you're getting hung up on the wrong part of the question, though. I understand that, but this is where we got to unpack it from the okay. very beginning. Okay. Okay. Because he's... Uh, why Why are you, one, wasting the restaurant? You're going to pay for it. I get that. That's fine. So what you're... I guess what he's trying to do is get the most money for... Get the most bang for his buck where he's paying all the money anyway. But but what's the it's it's wasteful. It just feels so wasteful if you're not going to eat that. Why you could ask for steamed broccoli. You could ask for other like nutrient dense foods to accompany your meat patty, your meat bag. Like why do you it just makes me really angry that that's where this story started. And the, the issue that he comes to is that someone next to him had the, had the audacity to ask, can I eat the garbage that you're about to throw off your, your plate and send back to the kitchen and make it look like you didn't like what you ate? I feel like the, the other person asking to eat those buns is doing him a service. He's, he's deciding what you have done to your burger is basically defacing this this fine fine meat establishment and now i'm going to take i'm going to take this away from you because you don't deserve it they've debunded it it's or he's de- debunning them he's not defacing them it's an open face at that point if he separated the two buns it's open face true so what i <laughs> what i sense from your your three minute rant uh unprepared but scripted obviously as our yeah, episodes yeah. are that's if you just go to yeah your parts right under yeah, yeah. um the what i'm sensing from you is maybe a little bit of uh, pent-up um frustration over just the persona of cgp gray seeping out almost like the burger juice seeping out of the bun because mm-hmm. um, i know he has a very <laughs> a very uh divisive or opinionated personality that people uh and so yeah yeah, I submit to you that maybe you have a lot of emotional uh, baggage wrapped up in your your CGP Gray hmm. issues that maybe we need to deal with first. We can un- go one step back from the bun to the the man. I I have some some quirks with my burger eating that I can kind of work through here if we want to kind of talk this out. Sure. Um, show me your burger. I I will not show you my buns, but you can you can have the meat. Uh, I will. Do we still? We have five viewers, Chris. What are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, so, let, wait, wait, wait. Let me just uh, clear the palate for. <clears throat> Thanks. How how can I get back into this? Because I can understand that there may be some sort of like psychological need to order the entirety of the thing, get it as is. I don't want to have any sort of friction between me and the waiter or the waitress. I I don't want there to be this issue where I say I want something a certain way and they can't meet my needs. So what I'm going to do is just order it how it is. Then on my side, make the adjustments. That sounds to me like someone who has doesn't one doesn't deal well with people and two has never had to manage someone before in their life and let's and like say this is what i need from you and this is what i expect to get out of this relationship if you can't meet meat those needs i'm i'm going to need to go somewhere else with my money and and it sounds like there's a social aspect or like a some sort of 
meeting that was happening here where they couldn't get out of buying things the way that maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just some sort of social issue that, that he has with, with ordering food. Yeah. If longtime listeners of hello, the internet will know that he has, he's a very um, antisocial, I guess, or avoids social interactions at all costs kind of person for whatever reason. And that's his thing. Okay. And I'm playing yeah. this to you out of completely out of context relative other than just the one, one thing. So there definitely is a, I think in his, like you, you've pretty much nailed, I think where it's like the lowest uh, cost, social cost to him is to order it the way it is and then deal with his local, his friends, like the people sure. he actually is there with and have to still be the weirdo and doing something a little bit odd, which I think he's probably become used to doing being the odd guy amongst his friends who, you know, he, he makes his living off of YouTube and podcasting under an alias. So, I mean, that's one part and probably doesn't want pictures of himself taken, I guess, or whatever. I don't know how he manages life in 2017 and somehow figures that out. But, um, at any rate, that's the, the sort of social side of it, the social game right. for him, which comes across on the podcast, especially on one listen or a couple listings of an episode as very pretentious and uh, a bit like, like jerky basically, which is why I think, yeah, Brady, his partner in the podcast has no problem, you know, taking the piss out of him or whatever, as they say in England. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like, like call, I guess like calling him out for, for doing that stuff. Cause it's, I mean, yeah, it does sound like, like it's a little bit on the, like it, sh- it has shades of obsessive compulsive in a way where it's like, I just, this is how I do things. This is just going to be the way that, that I need to be able to get through the social interaction to, to be able to do anything. Right. And that's not a, not a diagnosis. I just, it, that's what it kind of seems like Yeah, uh, from, from an outsider's perspective. I am not familiar with the personalities or that show at all either. So I think it's just to qualify any of the statements I have or any of the like, uh rage yeah any of the like meat rage that i have right now is is absolutely not or bun rage i guess not not directed at all to that to that program uh, it is whatsoever. It's, it's funny i think logan in the chat room is if he's still there was is said chris is a tim which i don't even re- know the reference I, like they call their listeners tims for some reason i don't know the reference because i haven't been listening long enough but the the reaction you had is something that i think it sounds very common to what people would if you listen to, if someone said you should literally listen to hello internet you'd love it the reaction you had to him cgp gray is what i would imagine most people if they didn't like it would and it is off-putting for me even to his a bit of his like i'll just skip sections if it's like he's on some some high horse that <laughs> is just not worth listening to um but that being said so have we have we unpacked the the man from the from a from a we, we have we haven't even touched it yet right we haven't touched the bun we haven't we have not even asked for the bun yet so in right. this situation a a third party someone else who has no relation to anyone that that he knew uh leaned over i guess and asked to they're together they're in the same meat party hashtag meat party as kenny said in the charm so it's it's a friend he's there with Right. And part they of, asked for and the they asked food. for the food that he didn't eat. So he's eating the burg like he's eaten on the plates. He actually describes how he leaves the meat on top of the bun, cuts through it, eats the meat, but doesn't eat the bun, and then puts this plate aside, and that's when the friend asks to eat the bun, which has meat and egg residue, as it were. Um It sounds lovely. It sounds it sounds wonderful. I would give anything to eat that bread. Because it's probably yoki. And uh, like oniony, and there's okay. So we're not questioning. We're not questioning the the idea of whether the bun tastes good. We're going at that. Is this the whole? We're zero percent. This is. I. I am not questioning the motives, or I'm not questioning anything about this person who wants the leftover buns that will most definitely just go back into the trash. I have no. I, I. no problems at all with this. I'm curious, listeners. I I actually don't know. I think I would probably because in the in the podcast spoiler warning. If you're going to go listen to episode 84 of Hello Internet, you can pause now and go listen to it. I guess it's like an hour and a half long discussion. This part is probably about 20 minutes, I think, or something. But um, wow, he the person asks. He says, "I didn't edit this part in," but he says, "Sure," out of like sort of astonishment that somebody would want to eat it. I guess is his reaction. And uh, I think Brady, the co-host of the show with him, is also in a similar boat of like, that's stepping over the line, some sort of social line in asking for the sloppy buns. 
to be eaten. Um, and ha- they differentiate someone it off of yeah, a someone else's, plate. Yeah, someone else's plate. Differentiating it from, say, fries that are left over for some reason. And I, the, in listening to it, the episode originally, I was kind of in that similar boat of like, it does feel, somehow it feels different when it's like a thing. Um, it's not like a thing you ate half of. It's a thing you ate over, I guess, is the thing that I, the being a mild germaphobe myself, where um, you're eating over top of some food and then someone else wants to eat it. I would never want to eat someone else's food that they've eaten over top of and potentially dripped on, <laughs> whatever that looks like. Whereas fries to me, if someone's like, I got some fries, anybody want them? I'd be like, oh, sure. Even though really germ-wise, scientifically speaking, I can get um, uh, my buddy on Twitter, Don, to give me some feedback here. But the um, the germs are probably relatively the same. You're going from mouth to plate and mouth to plate with fries hundreds of times to eat those fries that's got to be way worse than using two sterilized utensils and then cutting stuff and and putting it doesn't i guess from a from a germaphobe's perspective okay i would say any anything on anyone else's plate is going to bother you let's not talk about the tables let's not talk about what happens to those dishes behind the the (laughs) kitchen like it doesn't that's but fine. The, the funny thing is he doesn't even, it's not even like if I'm the germaphobe, someone's taking it from me. I'm not at risk of any germs, right? I'm giving it to someone else. And that's where he still has the issue of it. And it made sense when I was listening, but now with you, I'm, I kind of also go the other way of like, well, if, if fries are okay, why would a bun not be okay too? And that's, I, to be fair to give, I guess I feel like I'm a CGP gray, uh, what's the word? Defender apologist. or uh, apologist. Yeah. Um, which I'm not, I think he's a, sounds like a pretentious something or other sometimes but um he acknowledges in the episode he doesn't quite know why it feels it felt so weird and wrong to him that somebody would ask for it but so he's in the that's i mean just like what we're doing where he was processing it all out loud in front of a hundred thousand people yeah. or whatever whoever listens to it um <laughs> and so um so in his defense i guess it's it is kind of just like figuring out why it felt wrong but he, in the end he did say i wouldn't do it in the uh, next time i would say i'm i know it sounds really weird but I have some weird objection to you eating my sloppy buns. So sorry, I can't give it to you, which I'm with you. I like, if I'm, if I'm the one, I wouldn't ask for someone else's sloppy buns, but I would happily give my (laughs) sloppy buns. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm Mm. not going to say that out loud again. It's Um, fine. It's yeah. mm, I, would you ask, would you eat someone else's sloppy buns? It depends on the social, my, my, my friendship with the person. So I was, I was going to mm. unpack it that way. So right. if you and I went to a restaurant and I knew that we were going to be on the same tab and I was paying no matter what, I would absolutely say, Chris, you're not going to eat that. And then I would please slide that over to me. I know there's tomato. I know it's just, you're not going to have it. It's just, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Me uh, yeah. I'd be fine with that. If I was out at a work meeting with a coworker and we were splitting the check, I would never ask for someone else's food. Even if they ate one fry and didn't touch the rest of the sandwich, I would not even entertain the question of, can I have some of that? Because it's, it really is about like, I want to make sure that that person is getting the value that they think is necessary for their, their interaction with this restaurant. If if the relationship between uh, Gray and the, this other person is that they were possibly on separate checks, I think that's definitely stepping over the line of like, oh, yeah, yeah, let me just eat your food. I'm going to get full off your food, even though you're not going to. I mean, it's it's just not socially acceptable to ask for someone else's stuff that they have paid for. Interesting. So that that's where for you the issue is is the the payment, the who's who's funding the sloppy buns? I guess right is the the issue. Kenny in the chat room said, "Person asking for buns is merely a believer in the collective human stomach." Which, which is, uh, I think that's like a collective soul cover band. Um, mm-hmm. But also also somebody here in the, uh, and and he's asked, "What if it was offered?" So like, hey, anybody want my sloppy buns that I'm not eating? <laughs> Kyle's hand goes up for the audio listeners. He'll eat those sloppy buns any day of the week. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. I, when yeah, it comes I, out of my mouth, I'm like, I'm saying it. And as soon as it, it I'm about to finish, I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I saying this? 
And I knew that when yeah. I picked the topic or like suggest the topic. Yeah. It just anyway. over and over and over. I'm, I'll do a super clip of just the word sloppy buns. <laughs> Is that, that must've been the title of the episode, eh? Yeah. It's uh hello internet 84 sloppy buns. Yeah. Okay. Mm, All right. Good, 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 good. Um, so do you, I mean, is there anything about the social situation, anything about, or, okay, let's, let's put it this way. Is there a situation where you absolutely would allow this to happen? Well, I would, I think I would be okay with the idea of someone taking it. I, I definitely, so my social, the social um, game for me is such that I would be, I wouldn't want to upset and make a scene. So I would just let someone take the food much like what CGP grade actually ended up doing in that situation okay if it happened again i would probably still default to that behavior don't want to make it any more awkward than it already is sure here have the sloppy buns whereas for him it was like okay now i have a good reason why i'm not going to let you do it again never mind the fact that i also discussed this on a podcast with a hundred thousand people listening that's why i'm not going <laughs> to let you do it because i have all these people who tims i guess backing me up um but I think I would, yeah, in, in, given the situation, if it was offered to me, I would not want the sloppy buns from somebody else, but I would happily let someone eat the sloppy buns off of my plate. Got it. So you're a, you're a, you're a giver, not a, a receiver. I, I, I understand. Makes sense. I don't know if we can come to an agreement necessarily. I think we are looking at this at, as, yeah, I know. I think we're we're looking at this in two, two or three or four completely separate perspectives. Where the the minutia of the interaction is what will guide me to feeling one way over another. Um, but overall, I would say no, no matter the situation, so long as you are paying for this meal, anyone can take anything from anybody if they ask. Um, I, I highly recommend that folks learn uh, how to speak to their uh, servers at a restaurant and ask for anything that conforms to their dietary restrictions, be it meat or low carb or whatever, uh, vegan. You need to learn how things are made in the kitchen so that you can avoid the things that, that you are dietarily restricted to. And have the have the courage to ask for things the way that you want them. Do you have a? It seems like this is a deeply personal issue. Do you have a history of? Did you work in the restaurant industry, or you had a family I, member I, who died I, in the man. restaurant industry? <laughs> <laughs> they were actually they were the inventor of the stove, and unfortunately, unfortunately, they were in they were in the stove. It was it's on it's on that Wikipedia page. Yeah. Um, no, I I have a grandfather. Uh, I can get validation here in the chat room. A, a grandfather who is uh, vegetarian and vegan mostly. Uh, so when we when we go out to family dinners and stuff, he will typically make it make it known like, hey, this is these are my restrictions. Is there anything that I can eat on the menu? I'm trying to you know learn one way over the other. Um, and if they don't have anything on the menu that that works. Typically, they're understanding enough to say, like, yeah, I'll, let me just saute up some some veggies for you and and put that out there because it's you'll find a way to charge for it, whether or not it has a bun or whether or not it has meat on it or or whatever. So I guess it's 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 only as personal as I have been able to to get over that fear of like, no, 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 I don't want to I don't talk. I don't want to talk to the server. I don't want to have any like, oh, can you do it this way? Oh, can you do it that way? Uh, I guess like just trying to be kind and understanding. And if they say that they can't make any changes to your dish, then you just say, okay, that's fine. Um, I will find something else to eat or I will, I will eat it the way that it is. Or like the, the understanding, the, the being flexible during mealtime is important to me i guess in a weird way um because folks have a lot of different dietary restrictions there's stuff that you like can't physically eat it's it's rough out there that food that food food world is rough (laughs) 
got really heavy here for a moment. I know. I know. I'm uh, <clears throat> I'm trying not to. I'm I'm also jiggling this thing a lot <laughs> for the audio trying listeners. To, <laughs> trying to hear myself cuz I'm monitoring I'm monitoring all of the microphones through here. Um yeah, it's not my buns. Did I just say I played with my snake under the desk? I didn't. I actually said that I was fidgeting with my uh my uh, cable under the desk. <laughs> it's fine. Ah, uh, it's fine. <clears throat> uh, do we? We're not really going to come to a uh, a head here on this this topic specifically. We're mainly just discussing it from all angles. I let me tell let me tell you something about how I eat my hamburgers. Okay. Um, one of one of the probably strangest things I think, or one of the things I notice every time that I eat a hamburger, is uh, let me see if I can get get a, a good device for demonstration here um let's pretend this is a hamburger and <laughs> for all listeners kyle's holding up a uh, soundboard device a musical so keyboard you, it's like this is yeah so like this would be the top That's top bun oh top this bun. is okay. the the bottom bun all right okay so you you unwrap it right you unwrap it and it's sort of like picture picturesque burger now with the paper on the ground I, I take the picturesque burger. I hold it like it is from top to bottom like this. You can go into the video. You can, you can watch what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I take a, I take a big right. Wait, hold that All for right. a second. Just hold that. Uh, uh, and just, uh, okay, good. Okay, go ahead. I take a big, bleh. I take a big bite. I did just lice all this yesterday. So I feel fine about that. Uh, and when I'm finished taking my bite, I flip it like this. Upside down. So, and it goes top side down back onto the paper. So now, whenever I go back to grab my burger, I grab it like this and flip it back into my mouth and then put it back down like that. That's my burger hack. So, what it is, is what is that it's doing a lot of, for it's you? It's a lot of wrist action. It's a lot yeah. of, it, it's, it's making it so that I don't have to tuck my thumbs underneath the bottom every time and get into. Using the natural curve of the bun of the bun to to get leverage underneath. Yeah, Yeah. right. That's what they call a burger hack. That's that's a life hack, bud. Okay, hot dogs, ladies. So, and the reasoning you did that is so that you can pick up the burger easier. Is there is there a benefit to like not losing the uh, some condiments um, or lettuce sliding off? How do you? Secondary question, if I can. Uh, yeah. So that, that question, I guess, first of all, but secondary question is, what order do you arrange the th- items on your burger? So I never make a burger myself. You just have below me that for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mostly b- because I don't ever make it how I want it to taste. Um, and trying to share a barbecue out here at, in an apartment complex. Wait, wait, wait. So there's the barber. There's the, I understand like you're barbecuing the burger making mm-hmm. it heating it up sometimes, its temperature yeah. to 160 mm-hmm. Fahrenheit or whatever it's supposed to be. Um, so, wait, sometimes, uh, well, you don't always barbecue or you don't always, I don't it? always barbecue my burgers. Yeah. I'll do them in a pan or I will, uh, there's a, there's a dish I make frequently called hambagu, which is sort of like a, uh, I don't know what the word would be, but it's like the, the Japanese word for hamburger kind of, we call that hamburger helper here in Canada, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Hambagoo. Yeah. Um, it's basically just a hamburger without a bun or anything else. It's, it's oh. a CGP gray right. of, of hamburgers. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I'm not talking about how you barbecue the burger. I'm talking about when you, so you've got the bun before it's inverted in the Kyle inversion method. Yes. You've got the bun, then the burger, then what, what happens next? Uh, no, it'd be, it would typically be bun, lettuce, maybe, but yeah, yeah. Lettuce on the bottom, bun, lettuce, what? burger, onion, tomato, and then stuff like so all the condiments go like at that. the top level, except for lettuce. Well, condiments, um, condiments, condiments. not, not top it. Condiments like mayo or, or mustard. Uh, is lettuce you, you said you you said you wouldn't bring that up on this show you said no more no I more sh- oh sorry i said the k word yeah we'll bleep that out <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, where's where's that dog track to bleep out the word cat? Um, we yeah, I Ugh. I guess condiment. Well, no, no, you want you want one spread on bottom, and then you okay. want one spread on top. You want. See, but I'm you thinking want lettuce. Your- lettuce being underneath the burger is going to slide that burger. That burger's sliding. It's like when you're doing the inversion, whoosh, that burger's going out out the bun, and all you have is sloppy bun left. Well, no, you. I mean, you don't. You don't cradle. You 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 give it a good squeeze to try and squish all the things together, and so you've got like a compressed version. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just you squeeze the burger enough to make sure that everything stays together. Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, lettuce. I guess maybe you don't. I personally don't really think. I I don't really care too much when I make a sandwich or a burger, what order things are in. Other people in my life do actually have opinions. Yeah, about no, that. that's I why I, I guess you I seem you seem like the kind of person who would have a very strong opinion about that. But cheese is never on the bottom. Cheese is always on top. Cheese to me has to go right next to the burger because it melts. It's it goes on. To the that is cr- that is yeah. correct. That is correct. Um, are you right. a melted cheese or a non melted cheese individual? M- like melting it on the barbecue for sure, if if at all correct. possible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this all is right. the uh, right. high contrast order of things on burgers. High high um, heat. So I would never put the lettuce below. I would put it above. I guess okay. I do have opinions. Um, yeah. To me, the mayo, mustard, if there is such a thing as I'm just going to keep saying so we bleep it a lot. Uh, if Those just all need to go in the bun. Because to me, that they blend into the bun and get soaked up by the bun. And that's what... They're the glue that holds the bun to the whatever's below it. Pickles, onions I don't care for. Tomatoes I don't care for. All right, let's go. Let's go. Chat room then. Chat room top to bottom. Logan says bun, cheese, meat, bun. So we got top bun on the bun, cheese, meat, bun, which is I think that's that's a good skeleton. Yeah. yeah, that's a good skeleton for for what we're discussing here. I feel like that top that encapsulates yeah. it. Cheese, meat, bun. Yeah, that, there's no veggies. Oh, we've got a Kenny shouting no. So I'm La- assuming something's. <laughs> We might have to. <laughs> cheese cannot touch. Kenny's right; it slides. Not if it's melted, though. Uh yeah. no! I guess. Even that, even that, you've got the, you've got the like oil slick layer of the cheese, True. yeah, right in, the right cheese, into guess, the but. like vinegary stuff. Yeah, it's just gonna. <laughs> um, see, now we've got and cheese must touch. Yeah, that's. Mm. I I don't care if it's on the bottom or the top. Like you know how you're you're making a meal when you're passing around condiments, the lettuce, et cetera, is going around the table. Let's say you're you're you know with a group, and you can see the <laughs> at the far end of the table. You've got everything you need, or you're waiting for that <laughs> to arrive. I don't care what order the stuff goes in. I just want to like help. Again, maybe it's the social pressure of like helping things move along nicely. So if the cheese happens to come to me first, I'll just slap the cheese on. Then the mayo comes, and the lettuce is later, and the whatever's else might be on the table. See, that's the thing. That's the thing. If you're making it yourself, I don't care what the order is if someone else is making it for me that thing better be easy to eat i wanted them to qa that whole burger situation before it got to my mouth i want them to figure that stuff out in the labs yeah in the that's right that's whatever whatever testing grounds they have to figure out their burger situation i want that to be on lock the the part of it there do you so if if i don't have if you don't put in i don't know how much longer we need to go on this but we're over an hour. This is really important. This is important, important journalism here. <laughs> the um, Tasula's order here will go. I, I think I'm assuming this is top to bottom as well. Well, All there's right. no bun. Or okay. So, anyways, she says mustard, mayo, unspeakable condiment on the bun, <laughs> then meat, then cheese melted onto meat, then tomato and pickle, and another bun. She's going bottom to the top. Right. Yeah. Meat paste, we can also say that's meat, the that's cheese. the unbelievable version of of the K word. The the tomato paste, meat meat paste, yeah, meat paste. It's Is not made of meat though. No, but it's or what did uh, what did Ultra Nerd call it in the Slack? Oh goodness gracious! Um, Wasn't it meat paste? No meat. Um, meat icing. Uh, meat icing. <laughs> meat icing. <laughs> I love goodness. <laughs> that speaks to me on so many levels. Yeah. Um, so if you want to join in on, on this, um, we haven't, and asked, why wouldn't you, why would, why wouldn't, <laughs> why wouldn't you, we haven't asked at all for ratings of this show. I think this is a perfect time. Mm. Um, we need your burger recipe and, or your burger preference to be your rating of this show. Yeah. That's a great idea. Go ahead and just formulate it. However you'd like, you can leave a five, preferably five star review on iTunes 
Uh, there's a link over at goodstuff.fm slash high contrast. Uh, leave a review there and let us know what your burger preference is. And uh, we most definitely need to review them next time on this show. Yeah. Because we have we have hashtag opinions on it. Yeah. Yeah. So if the rating, I, so what we're after here, folks, is if it's not clear, give it a five star review. Hopefully, if you you don't have to, but don't bother if you don't if you're not going to give it a five star. That's right. Um, but then just don't even give any sort of actual review of the podcast. Just tell us your order and, and preference for how you like a burger to be made. That's right. Whether you're making it or someone else is making it for you, it doesn't matter. But just put it uh, in the review and that's all you say. I think that's that's simple. Yeah, please please be as specific as possible with your yeah. your burger needs, uh, just as the chat room is doing right now. One important thing, buns must be toasted. So if if things like that are necessary, we must know. Yeah. We'll we'll save that we'll have our people save this for the future um, high contrast burger meetup that we do someday. And then oh everyone gosh, will get handed a high contrast burger, branded burger with the logo <laughs> on the top of the bun and you'll know, and then maybe your username will be sort of, uh, what? Stamped. It'd be on the other side. It'd be on the opposite yeah. side. Cause that's how you're going to have to eat it. Once you're you, once invert you do realize, yeah. once you've seen the light and you do realize, uh, that that is the way forward. Yeah. You're going to do the cowl method, the inverted method. Yeah. Hey, if, if I need to make a hamburger timer app, with the inverted method on it so that you know how to eat your hamburger. I will 10 seconds on this side. <laughs> take yeah, a bite. that's right. 10, take a bite, wait, wait, wait. You wait for the, the countdown clock and then you can eat again. I deal with a lot of residue. You deal with, you deal with a lot here, Chris. And I think, uh, I think that's going to do it for us. Yeah. It was really fun. 